Hi, and welcome back to our second of these Podtails interview episodes. We listed some questions and put the call out to indie audio fiction creators to help answer them. And in these episodes, we've edited the answers together into what we hope will be a helpful montage. If you're interested in being in a future episode, feel free to check the link in the show notes and skip questions one and two because that's the ones we've already used. Before we get to this question, meet just a sample of the wonderful creators who've answered some of our questions. I'll give you a complete breakdown at the end and include information on them and their shows in the show notes. My name is Chris Magilton. My pronouns are he, him, and I am the creator of Among the Stars and Bones. My name is Ali Hilton. I am the creator of the audio drama Danny in the Void. My name is Tamara Kassane. This is Andrea Clausen. I am the showrunner of Me and AU. Hi, Podtails. I'm Pippin A. Major. Alex C. Tillander of the Ostium Podcast. I'm Andrew Wardlaw. This is Jeffrey Nils Gardner. I'm Amy Frost. My name is Kyle. Hi, Gwilym Pritchard. My name is Tal Manier, and I use they-them pronouns. Hi, my name is Jordan Stillman. I am one of the producers of The Ordinary Epic. Sean and Eli of Fable and Folly. <laughs> Crowd goes wild. <laughs> so here's our question for this episode. This year has been fraught with challenges, to say the least, to the point where it can sometimes feel like working on creative endeavors is just frivolous or inconsequential. Of course, the world needs your art more than ever, but what are some strategies you have to prioritize your creative side during times of crisis? I've always turned to art in times of crisis, and I spent the first few weeks of lockdown listening to podcasts pretty much nonstop. Like, I would wake up in the morning and I'd be listening to a podcast that I'd left on the night before. I would listen to them all day whilst working from home, whilst making my dinner, whilst in the shower, and then I would go to bed listening to a podcast only to repeat it again the next day. It was kind of scary. So turning my hand to making a podcast to such a big project as starting Clockwork Bird, in a lot of ways, it felt like a natural next step. JF and I very much recognize how important creative projects are when it feels like the world is falling apart. To that end, we wound up releasing season two of Aquilo a week early so that people would have it to listen to that first week at home with all the uncertainty and fear with what was going on. We've had a lot of really hard conversations lately, you and I. Hmm. You know, so I'm a workaholic um, to the point that I like literally will hurt myself. Like, you know what I mean? I just go too far. I get manic. Season two wound up being extremely emotional, which did wind up making it pretty draining for both of us to work on with everything else in the real world. But it was also an escape, a way to go live in our own little world for a little while and take a break from reality. And and you've struggled with depression, which you yeah. talked a little bit about. And I, I tend to to switch on the work and but it's sporadic it's not every day and often it is not the thing that needs doing right now if i'm not actively working on something i get really sad and depressed and in this current time of crisis i'm sad and depressed a lot so i try to make sure i have something to work on to just kind of function as a source of happiness initially i struggled to find any time to uh, prioritize being creative the way my work situation changed meant that I was doing actually more hours rather than less and didn't have a lot of free time. Uh, and that meant I was pretty drained when um, things started to lighten up and uh, get a little better. On one hand, for some people, it's a good opportunity to just have a lot of time to be creative, but it's also really exhausting psychologically. <laughs> I know what I'm speaking about. I'm also a psychologist, so I understand. One of the strange things about being someone whose art is their day job under COVID is that I am always home. I am always in front of my DAW. I am always in a situation where I should be reviewing contracts, or rather I could be reviewing contracts, or I could be editing something. Making sure that I give 
myself some creative space to not do day job work. I, like at the beginning, I felt really motivated. Like, I, I don't know, like back in like March, April, I was like, I need to use this time to focus and write and create stuff and work, work, work. Um, and then I sort of went into a valley of sadness and I couldn't get really anything done. And now it's sort of gone back and I'm, I'm working and, you know, things have to move on. It took me over six weeks to find my creativity after the start of the pandemic and to realize I needed to give myself time and patience. And I continue to do this through 2020. If I'm not feeling creative, I don't force it. I give myself a break and as much of a break as I need to. Just take it slow. Just manage and try to organize in small amounts of time. First of all, everyone's coping. Everyone's trying to cope. And I think that we have to recognize. And I think it's good we talk about it. So we're all trying to cope. And then there are times when the coping fails. <laughs> and Yes, it does. Yeah. So just, you know, take a break uh, for like a day or two. We're all going through so much right now. Don't feel bad about not writing or creating when you don't feel like it. Give yourself as much of a break as you need. To prioritize my creative side, uh, I, I ingest a lot of media. I read a lot. I listen to lots of other podcasts. I don't know. I'm just I'm, I, I'm I'm writing a lot basically. You know, I read comics. I play video games. I'm kind of a bit of a nerd, but I kind of use it to my advantage. Finding the time to feed the uh, the muse a little bit. You know, consuming um, media and things that I had had to kind of put by the wayside when I was sort of working uh, really long hours during the pandemic. You know, we had conversations about getting outside help which is sometimes hard to talk about in a in a couple in a relationship right it can be really hard and scary to have a conversation with someone else around mental health when um, i'll just be honest i didn't know what to do i didn't know how to help anymore right mm -hmm. yeah and i was worried and it was hard to have that conversation it's there have been some awful moments but i think uh i've made some breakthroughs i feel like i think both sides i guess can be hard so if you're in a difficult place, you know, everybody says it, but please don't be afraid to reach out for help. But also if you're in a relationship where someone looks like they really need help, it is okay to have that conversation, even if you don't know the answer. In fact, I recommend not knowing the answer. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that can help too. What advice would you have for other audio fiction artists who are struggling to set the world aside enough to focus on their creations right now? I don't really have advice because I feel like that can be too prescriptive and it doesn't work for everybody in the same way like just do this and you'll be fine finding a group of folks to work with is extremely helpful um one thing that's kept me on track more than anything is writing accountability groups you know getting a, a group of folks together and just sort of being like okay we're gonna all meet online whether it's in a zoom or on discord or whatever and we are going to sit quietly together and type and do that for an hour at 10 a.m eastern on a saturday one of the things that helped was finding smaller jobs to do um, that helped kind of grease the wheels and get things moving. For me, art has always been my therapy. It's what's continued to get me through dark times. If I'm having trouble focusing on podcasting, though, uh, I'll move to some other, like, format. Uh, in a couple of cases, it was things like uh, making small things, bonus content, uh, stuff for Patreon, uh, doing smaller tasks, um, making uh, notes on things and, and giving ideas time to steep and uh, sort of brew and, and develop. I'll either go to painting, 
Uh, I can use my tablet and do art on there. I compose music. I'm usually trying to find some way to be creative. It just depends on like what's working for me in the moment, you know? You know, I, I've found that having people that I'm working with, even if we're working on different projects and just doing it together, keeping each other accountable, it, it makes me able to be so much more productive. But also if you need time and you just can't produce for a while, just say it. Be honest with your audience because I'm also audience of audio dramas and I don't mind when people are just like, we're having difficulties. It's something I've definitely really struggled with. I'm trying to release a show right now and there are a lot of days where I'm just, you know, doing the work of social media promotion and audio editing and networking and all the little pieces that go into this stage of the process just feel absolutely insurmountable. Well, I, I, uh, I've stopped looking at Twitter because um, uh, it's, it's just it, kind of a lot of anxiety um, around that and it kind of got a bit much, which I think Twitter was good for a bit um, of sort of um, getting like keeping me aware of the politics, but uh, it's kind of a bit, it kind of, it, it just stresses you out, doesn't it? So I think maybe even just have a detox, even because I've deleted the app, I just use it on my computer now for the podcast, obviously. My biggest tip in that regard would be to have at least two projects on the go, which you can switch between. They don't both have to be serious or intended for others. And in fact, a lot of times it can be really good to have a project that's just for you. The thing I've been challenging myself to do is to find time every day, if possible, to sit down and make a piece of art that's just for me. So I'm gonna tell you what I have been doing, which is I have been writing a lot of fanfic. <laughs> um, I realize that doesn't seem like it has anything to do with making a podcast, and you would technically be right that my Evil Wizards D&D road trip has not very much in common with me and AU. So, you know, I've gotten really into synthesizers over this COVID period. If you're not feeling one of them, you can switch to the other one and you can give yourself space, but without sacrificing time that you could be spending practicing and honing your craft and without giving yourself the opportunity to beat yourself up for not getting things done, which is something that I'm extremely guilty of. I can get really in my head about being creative. I can put way, way too much pressure on the art that I make to be important and good and successful in those sort of ways that we as a culture measure those things. Uh, sometimes doing art like just for yourself gets you to that place so you can continue to make art for others. Sometimes it's very good to just pull the release valve up. This is trash, it doesn't matter, I don't care. It makes me happy, especially when everything is more difficult than it would usually be. So advice I would have is just give yourself some grace um, and make sure you take care of yourself. Self-care is really important because if we don't, then the things we love start to feel like burdens and no one really wants that. If you're experiencing a lot of stress and anxiety, uh, for me, anyway, creating can be a really good way to center yourself, but you can't expect yourself to function at full capacity at a time like this. I think the biggest piece of advice I can give is to be patient with yourself. It's hard to put so much of you into your creative work when the rest of life is already trying to take everything you've got. So do the work that brings you joy, but don't put an unreasonable expectation of productivity on yourself. Pick a time to work on stuff, but also uh, don't burn out. If you go too hard, it's just not sustainable. I am the parent of two young kids, and my creative work has taken a huge hit since we've essentially been on lockdown for the past six months. When I can steal moments to work on my creative endeavors and move them along, it feels 
restorative, like a reminder of who I am. Like your days are full, right? You spend all day doing something. So if you're going to start working on a project, it means you're not doing something else. Don't sacrifice sleep to, to get it done. I mean, I guess if you're sleeping nine hours a night, you can bump it down to eight without too much of an issue. The last thing that you want is for the art that you're making to start feeling more like a burden than an outlet. So if you're forcing yourself to work and it starts to feel like a slog, I firmly believe that it starts to bleed into my work and the listeners or the readers, they're going to be able to tell that you're not enjoying it whilst you're creating it. My creative work, my creative time nourishes my soul and I'm an easier, more patient parent, a more easygoing spouse. I'm more available to laughter as a result of the time that I spend on my creative work, even if it's just a little bit of time. So I can't say for sure. I don't know if the world needs my art more than ever, but I do know that I need it and my family needs me to devote some small amount of time to it as well. A gigantic thank you to the creators who participated in this episode, including Chris Magilton of Among the Stars and Bones, Sean Howard and Eli McElveen of Alba Salix and the Fable and Folly Network, Kai Willem Pritchard of Chain of Being, Tal Manier of Sidequesting, What Will Be Here, Light Hearts and Someone Dies in This Elevator, Andrea Clausen of Me and AU and Station to Station, Jeffrey Nils Gardner of Unwell and Heartlife NFP, Pip and Ira Major of Clockwork Bird, Jordan Stillman of The Ordinary Epic, Alex C. Talender of The Ostian Podcast, The Cersei Podcast, and Writing Walks, David Ryan Pina of Dos After You, Tamara Kassane of Artist Soapbox, Master Builder in the New Colossus, Amy Frost of Aquilo, Ali Hilton of Dining in the Void, and Andrew Wardlaw of Lamplight Radio Play. That's all for now, and be on the lookout for another interview from Podtails 2019 coming to the feed next week.